It's Friday. That can only mean one thing. It's the VHS podcast. And we're back today with the Sultan of Story himself, Mr. Rabbi Johnny. <laughs> the Sultan. I've never the Sultan of Story. <laughs> Sultan, oh my, that makes me Aladdin in that factory. <laughs> with, you know, Jasmine's dad. Okay, Sultan. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Down. I'm down. I'm down. Okay. He's down with that. He's down with that. Um, we're, we're just gonna we're gonna wait for uh, a few people to populate and my audience yeah. to come into the uh, the comments okay, section. Bro. All good, all uh, good. And uh, okay. and then and then we'll we'll get into some uh, some questions, dude. And thanks for um. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows this, but we had a, we did have another guest scheduled, uh, but Ravi stepped in like a like a damn hero and uh, stepped up to the plate and said yeah and said that he would uh, he would cover for us. So, all good, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All good, mate. I fortunately I know we were meant to have a chat in like I can't remember when it was later on down the line, like July or August or something. But I had a cancellation mine, and I was thinking I could go for a sports massage. I could. Now nah, let me just chat with Nick. Like let's let's just. <laughs> That's that's dude having a chat with me is the equivalent to a sports massage. I don't know about that. I'll, I'll let you know at the end if it's the same level of relaxation. All right, everything's everything's super chilled here, dude. It's just, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, uh, all good. A cool, cool place to hang out. Yeah, Yanis is here, Antonia is here. Yes, hey, Antonio, what's going on? How are you, my friend? Good stuff, cool. Okay, so, um. Uh, for those that don't know, how did you discover LinkedIn and what attracted you to it and why? Why LinkedIn, basically? Dude, I remember I I got on LinkedIn. Okay, let, let, let's take it back. Let's take it way back. So, like, you know the people that you see on LinkedIn who post corporate-style shares where it's like, Thank you so much for the team day out. You know, this team is fantastic. We're really right. <laughs> I was that person. Like, if I look back at my feed from maybe two years ago, it was very, very... <laughs> I can feel those muscles flexing. <laughs> um, it, I, I, it wasn't intentional. I, I didn't really use a platform. And when I did, I didn't really care about what I was sharing. It, it was... It was just right. Oh, I should share this. Cool. It wasn't okay. What am I? Who am I speaking to? What am I trying to achieve here? There was no intention. Then I have a friend called Steve, and my man Steve, back in March 2020, we were on the phone, and he was like, "Yo, Rav, man, you should be posting on LinkedIn and stuff like that." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, actually, I think I said to him I should be posting on LinkedIn," and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, you should, bro." And I was like, "Man, but I think I'm too Instagram for LinkedIn," and he was like. <laughs> Well, let's test it out. And I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not sure. And he was like, let's do it. Let's do a 30 day video challenge. I've been posting video content on like YouTube and Instagram on and off for years. And I was like, yeah. you know what? Let's do it. I'd posted a few videos on LinkedIn, but I thought, you know, let's, let's go for it, man. And then since then, it's just been, it's been nonstop ever since. So the pandemic really brought me to the platform because I also realized that there were going to be more eyeballs on the platform than ever. And, yep. you know, a lot of my network and the people that I want to hang out with are here. So that's, just, that's the uh, story, brother. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's um, it's uh, I, I say this to everyone, but I think yeah, the, the pandemic kind of forced a lot of companies to accept uh, their digital presence a bit more, and yeah. sort of rather than sort of you know let's do the tick box exercise of social media, they were like, oh, actually, this is probably the only way we can actually talk to our customers now. So maybe yeah. we should do something about this. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> as Claire says as well, everyone starts out a bit unsure and shit. She says, and it's just like yeah. I, I think like just everybody else when i originally got on the platform it was a resume platform it wasn't for me you know i was just using it as a cv and then connecting yeah. with a few people really dabbled with it, it wasn't really you know what it is i think you've got to be all in with who you are on the platform and i went all in with who i was on the platform in march last year i think that's the best way to explain it you've got to be all in yeah. on all in and you've got to showcase all of you yeah, yeah, just just uh, embrace uh, embrace yourself, embrace your spirit animal, and just uh, just go for it. Yeah, embrace uh, the sultan within. That's it. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's um it's a difficult concept for a lot of people to wrap their head around. I, I think it's um, yeah. I think part of that comes from uh, a lot of people not really knowing who they are as well. Yeah. Um, it, I, I think you have to kind of know who you are at your core and be be true to that that part of yourself and and uh, yeah, just just um sort of wear your heart and your sleeve a little bit and just just go for it really. So yeah, yeah which man. is it's, it's, it's intimidating. It's difficult a difficult thing for for a lot yeah. of people to do though. Which is I uh, get is that it? I get that and and I think as well, Nick. I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but I actually said something like probably about a minute ago, which I said you need to be you need to show all of you. Well, actually, just to give a disclaimer around that it's not people think in my opinion anyway vulnerability and authenticity about is about talking about the deepest skeletons in your closet i often think actually actually not i often think i think it's actually more being extremely authentic and genuine and open with what you are ready and want to share versus yeah oh my god I need to share everything if I'm on social media. You know, there's yeah. so many people that do so great for their business and they don't show everything, but they show yeah. up magnetic and authentic with what they yep. do show, you know? Yep. Yeah. It's um you you ultimately it's your line in the sand to draw with that. You're the one that's in control of how much you want to share and how comfortable. Yeah, man, hundred percent sharing that. So hundred percent. Hundred percent, dude. Hundred um, percent. How did you how did you get started with uh with video things? You talked a little bit about um Instagram and, and YouTube there. So so did you is that where you kind of started off and then you sort of brought that video to LinkedIn? What to tell us a bit about that? Oh, I suppose I can't really tell you how I got started with video if I don't take it back. Let me like take it back for a second, right? So I remember I was everyone thinks like, oh man, were you doing video, you know, like do you just like start doing video and were you automatically able to be confident, share your story, etc.? I didn't get my start as a pro speaker or the dude that had a TED talk that went viral. That's just not my story. I remember my mom literally, she shoved me into the same dance school as my sister when I was five years old. And I was with her last weekend and she was like, I didn't shove you, Rab. You requested. I'm like, lies. Absolutely lies. Anyway, that's a story for another day. So, Eventually, she let me quit because I was so embarrassed, man, on the face of it. The only kid, <laughs> the only boy in my school in a dance class. I wanted to quit, but deep down, I was like, man, I've never felt more at home in my entire life. Like, I was like, yeah. wow, I love the stage. So in my teens, I ended up stumbling into theater. And in growing up, everyone was like, yo, Rab, are you going to take this whole presenting, speaking, or acting thing seriously? And Nick, my mind was like, 
uh no like are you kidding? <laughs> like, i want to make some money like my ego was like go make some money man so i did the classic thing which most people want to do who want to go and make money they go well you know what let me go work in investment banking so i did the business school thing ended up on the trading floor um working for citibank and eventually i i felt like something was off i started to feel like i was living somebody else's dream and i started to feel like man there's something more out there for me but i just didn't know what it was eventually 2016 august 2016 i quit that's when nick i started stumbling into doing tv and radio over here in the uk i had a few appearances and then i started to do consulting and sales leadership in high growth startups. And that's when everything really began for me of posting on different platforms and building a personal brand really kicked off in 2016. And eventually, man, I realized most business presentations suck and they lack storytelling authenticity. And that's what brings me to you, bro. And like what I'm doing now, which is helping consultants craft and deliver their story in a way that connects and converts. Cause I think that's super important in the world that we live in today. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, hugely important. Um, whether people yeah, know it or not, if they're on they're on social platforms, um, they need some form of of media training. They need to know how to engage with an audience. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's hugely important. I mean, it's you know, it's part, of, part, part of the reason I, I do what I do. But it's it's interesting you said there what um about um how you kind of came full circle and you're you know sort of connecting the dots looking back all those things you went through in terms of like drama and theory and everything else set you up for what you're doing now and you it's almost like um like jiminy cricket in uh, pinocchio you've got this little <laughs> voice inside of you that's going you know I'm, I'm 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 here i want to do this thing and you're like no no, no i want to make some money and then suddenly you're like eh, maybe there's there's something to this thing and you've kind of gone full circle and gone back into it so yeah it's, uh, it's, really... it's not always it's not not always immediately uh, obvious, is it? Um, and, and sometimes yeah, you, you you ignore that sort of inner inner voice, that inner critic thing. But and I think sometimes we're not ready. We're not ready to go down yeah. that path just yet. You know? Oh God, there goes my herbal tea. What was that the tea? <laughs> Dude, this is tough. Like, Anything can happen. <laughs> um, I love your laugh. Um, but it's like sometimes we're not ready for that mission just yet we need to go through certain experiences to actually prepare us for that mission in my opinion anyway so it's uh it's the classic yeah. hero's journey dude it's the hero's yeah, journey bro. you're not yeah, man. You, you gotta go through that that gauntlet that journey to find out and discover who you are and what your purpose exactly. is uh yanis yanis got a question for ravi when right. it comes to a premium product premium not necessarily expensive but certainly quality am i allowed to sell my soul or my soulmate before pushing the ignition switch <laughs> in, in what context yanis you mean when you're <laughs> you, do you mean when you're presenting so for example you're delivering a presentation to your ideal clients and you're wondering is it in that context or are you just saying before you do jump into full-time entrepreneurship like what do you mean dude i'm curious, I'm curious. yeah i i'm not yeah uh yanis let us know like frame that a bit better if you can <laughs> just let us know quite what you yeah. mean from from that question um, and make sure your missus don't see that bro you know the soul <laughs> uh do you have um an overarching content strategy uh or, or do you like are you very do you have a sort of core component of what you do and then your your content feeds off of that? Or do you like meticulously plan your your content and your content strategy? Or is it sort of somewhere in between? I'm nearly not my drink over there as well, by the way. Good, great, there. great, great minds do. I was gonna say think alike, but do alike. Um, 
I'd love to tell you that I was the person since I got on LinkedIn that I was meticulously on a Sunday night. I had my posts for the next month planned and I spend three minutes a day on LinkedIn. No, like I, it's just not really, yeah, it's just not been like that for me, bro. It's been, I've had different transitions. And I think when a lot of my LinkedIn journey changed was when I hired Shay and Jonathan Palmer last year to teach me LinkedIn. That's yeah. when I really started learning. I was like, oh man, LinkedIn is not a search engine like YouTube. It's a news feed, different type of content. How long yeah. should it be? How much niche? How much personal? So it's gone through phases where I've had different strategies and it's evolved. I'll give an example of what I did this week. For example, on the Monday, filmed my one video for the week, wrote out my content, and then it's it's um, it's been scheduled out for this week. There's been other times where I've done it two weeks in advance. There's been other times where I've just got a camera up in my face and I'm just doing it every day because I haven't had time. So it yeah. really depends on the seasons in my life. I wouldn't say I have this grandiose content strategy, and I probably should do, <laughs> but that's what's working for me right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, I, I think as long as you're kind of true to that uh, that core value set, you you frame your content around that um, anyway, um, and you yes. do it subconsciously as well. Yes, good point. And to to sorry to give you a bit more color on that, Nick. It's always around speaking, storytelling, and communication. That is the central theme. When I deviate yeah. from that, it's I've got something going on that I want to share. There's a life lesson which happened to me. I want to share something personal, but it will always the anchor is always speaking and storytelling. Period. Yeah, Mister Mister Doyle here uh, is uh, is here my brother from another mother. Hello, Eric. Good man. Um, so uh, what are some of the best pieces of content you've seen on this platform, do you think, if you can remember? I'm going to be very brutal here. There's not many. Um, Good. There's not many. There's not <laughs> Most many. of it, 99.9% .9 of it is dog shit. <laughs> like, and and this, this is the thing where I think, I think when we first, if you look at our journeys, dude, from when we first started, and I, and I don't know how long you've been on the platform, but I'm still a newbie. I'm less than 18 months in of consistent posting yeah, on the I'm, platform. I'm about, I'm about that as well, 18 yeah. months. So, yeah, yeah. so if you look at you know um, other people who we probably know, probably been a couple of years in the game now, you know, it evolves. If you look at their content, it would have been very different. But I'll give you an example of the stuff which I personally watch. And I know this sounds really, really subtle, but... If I'm watching a video, for example, and I hear, thank you so much for all of your time. You know, I appreciate you taking the time to watch this video because I know it's precious. So what we're going to talk about, I'm like, I don't know who you are. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know who you are because there's so much jargon. There, There is yeah. so much jargon. There is a mask being worn. And I think yeah. over time, people will take off that mask, but they're just at a certain level in their journey. So no disrespect to them or anything like that. But I think I often can't connect with those type of videos. And the ones that I love is, for example, my friend, Dr. Brian Harmon, I can feel who he is. You know, with um, Jonathan Palmer, I can feel who he is. You know, certain people in the sales space, like Kevin Dorsey, Morgan Ingram, Scott Lee, I can feel who they are through their copy and video. So it's less around oh, it's on this theme. It's more around, can I feel who they are? Do I? Does it make me want to hang out with them? You know, like, yeah. do, do I feel like I'm their friend without even knowing them? That, that's the type yeah. of stuff. 
Yeah, yeah. I think you uh, you emotionally resonate with someone through their content. And and I think if you're, you know, you can only paper over the cracks for so long on, on social before those yeah. cracks start to show. So just the, the, the quicker you get to that stage of just embracing who you are and owning it, the better off you'll you'll be it's uh tough, man. Yeah, just yeah it's tough um who are you, you touched on some of them but who are some of your favorite uh content creators oh. on the platform LinkedIn? i think alex sheridan does a fantastic job he's unique as yep. hell man um really love love his content uh he's a friend i like his stuff dr brian Harmon, as i said he's unique he's just he's very very you can feel his values like yeah. anybody who I talk to, they're like, oh, Brian's that trust guy. You know, he's all about love. He's all about leadership. Yeah, that, that's his three values. You, you can sense yeah. that. So that's really cool. Um, who else? I think Jonathan Palmar has very, very unique, authentic content to him, which is highly, highly valuable. He gives away a lot of nuggets, yeah. knowledge. Um, who else do I see? I really... Love, for example, Richard Moore's another great guy who posts, you know, one of the British folk who posts very articulate, business-focused content with value on sales and conversion. He does great things. Um, I'm trying to think who else, man. I can't think of anybody else on the top of my head. You know, Shay Robotham's great. Um, oh, God, man. I can't really think of too many. But here's here's a central theme for you. All of them do video because that's how I process information. Now, it's funny. You yeah. could ask somebody else who processes information totally differently, maybe in an auditory form. Um, yeah. Then they're going to be like, well, they don't have many podcasts. I don't really watch their videos. That's not how I absorb info. So I think yeah. it depends on who you speak this to. Is, on that. This is what you, you touched on there. You know, um, you, you condition your audience through your content. And if you're putting out a lot, a lot of video content, you're going to attract people that specifically like video. But it's good to mix up the tone and cadence of your, yeah. your content. 100%. So. And I've been, I, I didn't do that. That's a mistake that I made at the beginning of my journey is because I loved video. And a video was hot. I was like, video, 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 video. But it's interesting. Different people will comment and show up for different versions of my post. For example, if I have a text post, it's quite interesting. I get different people show up. If I have video, other people show up. And it's really interesting. I think we've got to be more mindful of who our audience is versus just focusing on, you know, what we want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, it's uh, It's not, ultimately, it's not about uh, you. It's about them. You're making that content for, for them and you're speaking to them. Um, you know it, bro. It's uh yeah don't don't I I had that revelation uh, about a year ago it it ain't about you it's it's about them as much as humanly possible um, especially when sharing your story right it's the number one thing you know your story isn't designed to make you look cool it's designed yeah. to make your audience feel heard and understood and that's when the game changing yeah. revelations really happen again hero's journey dude we are the guide we are the mentor they are the hero and we're pulling them along and training you know them it. on that journey you know you know it. They should be. <laughs> um, uh, what do you love most about the platform, about LinkedIn? I've had a love-hate relationship with, for example, other social media platforms. So when I was using Instagram, you know, very actively, and I haven't posted on there in probably about a year and a half, two years now, I think. But 
what I used to find myself doing is I would post, then I wouldn't post. I, I found yeah. it difficult to get in flow with the platform. And I realized yeah. what it was, was, was when I would post something, I feel like it would go out into the ether. <laughs> it was like this big black hole and it would just go sucked up here. Yeah. I feel like there's a very big community effect. And during the pandemic where I was just at home the entire time behind these walls, I was like, man, I was craving connection. And I found that LinkedIn was an amazing way to schedule random Zooms, connect with people. And I've, I've made so many amazing relationships. Like if I never got on LinkedIn, get this, right? If I never got on LinkedIn, I would have not met Brian. And Brian Hartman's coming to my wedding this year. And I've never met him. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's, it's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. How, like, how um, uh, yeah, it, it's like a, it's um, like uh, Eric, who's in the the comments. Uh, yeah, we're now doing business together. I've Amazing. never met the guy, and and I feel like he's my he's my brother. Like, yeah, he's my brother from another mother. Insane. Never met him in person. Just interacted with this content. We've had so many Zoom calls, and we just we just vibe, dude. It's yeah. it's it's yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing Crazy. place to build um, Crazy, build community man. and build friendships. Hundred um, percent. What uh, what one piece of advice would you give to new content creators um, starting out on the on the platform? Um, don't shoot any videos longer than fifty nine seconds. Um, ensure that you are choosing progress over perfection and number three build enough momentum so it costs you more to quit than continue yep i like those good mm. you, i think i can tell that you've done that before <laughs> you know what i was like i you know it was funny because i felt like you were gonna ask that but i because we're on that topic anyway i felt i was like hmm what's coming through here boom it, it wasn't like I, <laughs> Sounded very like. Let me just get my uh, script out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, that was improv. I swear. <laughs> it was off the cuff. They were, yeah. they were, uh, they were all good points. So I like the, um, the. Uh... <laughs> Eric's put maybe we're all dreaming all of this. I yeah, hope maybe, not, maybe. Eric. I maybe, hope maybe not, bro. I hope not, man. <laughs> I said to Brian, I was like, dude, if I meet you at the wedding and you're a serial killer, like, what am I gonna do? <laughs> Like, what am I going to do? You're there then, you know? It's weird. <laughs> weird. Um, uh, what was I going to ask next? Um, no. I think, I think because, uh, guys, uh, um, I just need to let you know, um, Ravi jumped in uh, uh, for this for, for a guest that didn't appear at short notice. So I, I, that's hugely thankful for him. But I need to jump off of this to go on to another hey. live, which is starting hey. at half past. I know. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go into the um, the uh, quick fire movie quiz round now so we can end just a smidge earlier so I can move all my stuff next door and get ready for the, the other live that I will do in, in about eight minutes time. Uh, and don't forget any more questions anyone's got in the comment section pop, pop them down below but i think we're, we're ready to uh to move over to the other now hopefully this week i remember to actually plug my camera in so ready fingers crossed that it works Ta -da! yes it has worked oh, look at that beautiful <laughs> beautiful okay right here we go what <laughs> is your your favorite film dude limitless period limitless yeah. Oh yeah, it's not the, limitless. Um, period isn't limitless. Yeah, yeah. Period. Love that period. movie <laughs> with the pill. Yeah, yeah. The pill. Yeah. NZT. Yeah. Wish I could have it. Love it. <laughs> there is a, there is a similar thing uh, that's coming. Modafinil. Out. I've heard of this. Is it modafinil or something? Yeah, something. Yeah, which keeps you keeps you focused and keeps you. Yeah. So it's, it's I know of... somebody that's taking it. Won't mention his name in case if he is watching. But um, 
He's claimed it is like NZT. I'm not willing to try. I'm scared of like my own reflection, let alone having a uh, a pill. Like I don't know what it is. So. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite uh, movie quote, if you have one? Oh God, um, it's got to be from Creed One, where Rocky Balboa is delivering that speech. Oh no, no, might be Rocky Five, whatever Rocky is, where he's he's outside and he's talking about it's not about how hard you hit in life; it's about how yeah. hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. I love, love that, love that quote. I sound very American right now, but I really, really do love that man. It's, I'm a sucker for good inspiration, bro. It's a, yeah, it's a it's a fantastic quote. Um, yeah, I, I, think, uh, I think. Um, can't remember which one it is with the uh, the Russian. Is that Rocky, Rocky Three? Maybe Three. with yeah. Drago. Drago, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love Jeez. that. Love it, man. Love those. Movies. Uh, okay, Star Trek or Star Wars? And I think I already know the answer. To this <sighs> Neither, bro. Neither. Oh, I like... thought you were going to say. I thought I had you pegged as a Star Wars guy, but that's oh. cool. Neither is cool. That's Neither cool. is it. <laughs> I'd rather be attacked by four pigeons, and that's my worst nightmare. <laughs> Like I, you, you and my wife would get on extremely well. She's hate pigeons, bro. Of, of hate birds them. as well. She can't stand birds. Hate them. Um, hate them. Uh, first, first film you remember seeing as a kid? God, it must be no joke. This, this is definitely not the first film, but it's one of the bigger memories that I have of a film that really resonated with me, and I couldn't wait to see was Lion King. Uh, must have been when I was about eight or nine. I yeah. definitely watched movies beforehand, but I remember like that movie, Aladdin. It was definitely a Disney movie. It must have been like Aladdin, Lion King, one of those ones. But I can't remember, bro. If I'm honest, yeah, yeah. Lion King's a uh, is a classic. Uh, a classic. El Classico. You're, you're showing you're showing your age there as well. So you're <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot younger than I am. Thirty <laughs> <laughs> um, this year, bro. Thirty three this year. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite genre of movies? If you have one sports movies which are yeah. so predictable where you see the team that is down and out then the new coach comes in turns it all around there's some conflict because one player gets injured somebody saves the day but then realize it's all about the team basically coach carter i was gonna like, say coach carter. Yeah. Oh, yes, bro. <laughs> rich what like i love that film Love I only, only only actually watched that about uh, two weeks ago because I'd never seen it before. Oh, someone someone recommended, it, but yeah, it's oh so good, like, bro. I mean, I, I cried last time I watched it. My missus was like, "Why are you crying?" I was like, "It's Coach Carter," and she's like, "You're so weird." I'm like, "I know." Like, oh <laughs> yeah, I cry over movies and watch. You have no choice. You're getting married to me this year. You're locked in. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, favorite actor or actress, if you have one. I'm a big fan of, for example, Matthew McConaughey. Love. All right, all right, all right. Like, all right, I love right. the way he could do so many different roles. Love his energy. I feel like he's my buddy. Um, yeah, I'd say Matthew McConaughey is one of them. And also, from a, from a mindset perspective, what people like Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale do to their bodies to really get into roles, which is probably unhealthy, but really oh, be yeah. very method with it. I find that fascinating. 
the, the stuff that Bale's done to his body, I mean, Christ, it's just, yeah, it's, uh, I think it was at the machinist where he, like, he lost so yeah. much weight. He just, yeah, that was, yeah. That, that cannot be good for your body. In any way. And like McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club versus um, like every other movie that he's done, where it's, it's completely, yeah, completely different. But anyway, I digress. Uh, best Gary Oldman film, if you have one? Dark Knight. Dark Knight, yeah, popular choice, popular choice. Love it. Uh, Love who is your favourite uh, director, if you have one? I can't say I've got one, but if I have to think of movie, it must be Scorsese. It actually, it probably is yeah. Martin Scorsese. It must be um, because every time I watch a movie and I'm like, oh, who's done that? Like Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, it's Scorsese. Oh, it was Scorsese. So I can't say. I know every movie that he's done, but when I like one, more often than not, it's mine. You think like you think how old he is now as well, and like directors, a young man's a young man's game. He's got to be pushing. He's he must be coming up to eighty, surely. I don't, I don't know how old he is, but but yeah, I mean, directing's a young man's game. It requires a lot of energy, a lot of focus. Yeah. The fact that he's still knocking films like that out, he's hey, is is phenomenal. Um, uh, and then most hated film of all time. Most hated film <laughs> of all time. Oh my god! Um, I would say most hated. Okay, this this is what really sticks out. So I remember I was so excited to watch the Blair Witch Project as a kid or something like that, and yeah, I was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Apparently, it's the most scariest movie of all time. <laughs> In the first five minutes, it was like wobbling cameras and all that. I was so angry, dude. I remember this is the worst film ever. So. I mean, I would say that's that's definitely up there. I'm pretty sure it was the Blair Witch Project. That is the one, right? Where's the wobbly they, camera? They they did such because that was that came out the sort of birth of the internet, and they did such a good job of of uh, marking it through the sort of fake story and the fake website and everything. It's like yeah. I got completely hooked in with the, the sort really? of um, pre-release kind of PR stuff around it. Was uh, was amazing, dude. Oh, I've bro. got to hop off. Go. I've got to get, I've got to get Go. next door. I've got to run. But All you right. have been freaking epic, dude. Best Thanks, guest bro. ever. Thanks for popping in at you like say that zero minute. You I say, say I say I say to everyone. <laughs> you guys out there in comment land have been epic as awesome as awesome as always. Uh, have a good weekend, everyone, and we'll see you next Friday. I've got a dash. See you later, Peace. guys. Bye.